0: hi i'm spicy dicey and i'm chantal renee and And we love love sex and horror. horror these are topics we love to write about as published authors i love all things spicy and dicey and i'm a big fan of sex and the sinister
1: thanks for joining us for some dark twisted sexy uncensored fun as we discuss Sex and horror. We're back for another exciting episode, but we're going to discuss some sexy movies. That's right, people. So buckle in or
0: unbuckle and get ready to enjoy this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> unbuckle, I like that. <laughs> I got some great feedback on last week's episode. I want to tell you some of the stuff that people said. It was um, actually
0: pretty cool for them to say things. We really love it when you guys interact with us.
1: Yeah, we haven't gotten any voicemails, but um, people have been commenting like on my social media and stuff. So Jace Patisse said... You ladies are so funny and entertaining. I love the DM rant in the beginning. You ladies are the new and improved, hot, and upgraded version of Siskel and Ebert with a sexy twist. Love it.
0: Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, and (laughs) and
1: it just so happens that, you know, Ebert was one of my favorites. I just loved him, and I miss reading his reviews so much. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Well, that's nice.
1: You know, I I still bring up some of his uh, reviews from time to time, especially the one that he did for Caligula. I mean, because I hollered, I hollered, (laughs) I laughed so hard. I peed myself when I read his review. Yeah. So thank you, Jace, for that. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Also, Floyd Catcher says, hey, just finished listening on the way to work. Like y'all's take on It. Never saw the other movies you covered, but your enthusiasm makes me want to watch them. Always been a sci-fi action movie guy. Very cool. Thank you, Floyd. Thanks for listening.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: And his lovely wife, Deborah, has had some things to say also. She tunes in and she said, uh, this is regarding It. She Mm -hmm. delved deeper into the book like the ending better than the original because there was no alien spider in the book now I have to check out the other movies you spoke about nice okay and on Twitter this uh, Anthony Manuel sorry if I'm not pronouncing your name Anthony but he comments a lot about our episodes he said that um, our podcast and this was the one that we did with Eric Carmelo and uh, Nicole Nicole, Snyder Mm -hmm. he said your podcast has me rewatching Ringer on CW
0: nice Oh, I love
1: that show. Yeah. And he also said, my favorite threesome is the, is the movie Threesome. Laura Flynn Bull, Josh Charles, and Steven Baldwin.
0: Uh man and i've been trying to find that i didn't get to see it
1: no well i messaged him back and someone on instagram i don't know if the person on instagram that made the comment i don't know if they actually listened to the podcast episode or they were just commenting on my post about it but this person said this is berto 1980. I do love Splendor and the Doom Generation, but you missed out on Threesome. So he's another one that talked about Threesome, 1994, one of the best movies featuring a one woman, two men love affair ever. A Home at the End of the World, 2004, comes in close behind that too. And I'm so you tell us about those. Cause yes. Like who I couldn't find. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I agreed with them 100% about Threesome. Okay. Because I had seen that movie. I watched a lot of these movies a long time ago. and yeah, I'm old, y'all. Okay. I'm, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I'll be 45 in a few weeks and so I'm old and I'll beat you. I'll be 46. 46, okay. (laughs) You you beat me by a year or is it a few months? A few months. A few months, okay. (laughs) So I I agree about threesome. It is hands down one of the best when it comes to this particular genre that we're talking about. I love Laura Flynn Bull. I even had a crush on her for a while. (laughs) I just really love her. And uh, Stephen Baldwin with those eyes. Even though I'm going to tell you, uh, he is heartbreaking for me right now. Oh, no. no. Yeah, all of his his tweets and his Instagram, his social media is heartbreaking. We are on polar opposite ends when it comes to politics and social issues. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, it's heartbreaking. But, you know, what can you say? It is what it is. So, what's the yeah. movie
0: about? Like, give us a little insight.
1: Well, before we get into that, I guess we should talk about some, some, uh, some business. You know, okay. Some, Let's talk about some business. Yeah. All right. You want to mention our what we got coming up again? Just in case people didn't tune in for last week.
0: Oh, okay. So, um, are we talking about the cons we're doing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, we are appearing uh, at the Scary Dad uh, Haunted Halloween Convention mm-hmm. or show. I can't remember what he calls it. But it's all over our Facebook page, mm-hmm. Sex and Horror uh, Facebook group. And on Facebook if you want to look them up. And we will be doing a panel, which we're going to be doing a live show at. Mm-hmm. so it's going to be a lot of fun uh, who knows we'll, we'll drag somebody along I'm sure to get into the shenanigans
1: and I misspoke last week when I said Marriott you couldn't figure out what the name was I said Marriott I was thinking about the, the horror film festival I think Oh. this is Crown Plaza Hotel okay yeah okay I'm glad you looked that up because I, I was totally saying Marriott yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the Crown Plaza Hotel on September 28th that's when we'll be there doing the market. and it'll
0: podcast. be so much fun and there's going to be great vendors so there's some shopping and if you love Halloween like I do, mm-hmm. um, and obviously you do, um, if you guys want to also see other great writers doing panels, another great place to do it. It's a very inexpensive con, and it's just fun. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, the big one, Pandemic coming up.
1: Pandemic, uh, and I don't have a date yet. Still, I have submitted everything that I'm supposed to submit to them. Uh, so, but the I don't have the specific date, although I know the actual Pandemic tour will be between October eight and the 20th, that weekend. So when we get more information, I'll let you know.
0: It'll be a lot of fun. That is a bigger um, Comic-Con sort of. Mm-hmm. Con. They get more more actors in. I know they're going to have people from The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. which I so want to get a pick.
1: If we can do like a pick together, it would be so cool. Sebastian Stan, uh, Winter Soldier. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. And they have a few from Umbrella Academy.
0: Oh I love them Mm -hmm.
1: Okay Very cool Yeah So yeah There's lots of Really great people To see at that con Um, So you can go see them Or you can come see us Or both yeah, right, right. Because you'll be
0: able to sit in our panel and you don't have to pay any
1: right. <laughs> um Also, they're going to give me a code for my friends and family so that you can get 50% off tickets. You guys better get on the phone. Leave so some messages. Let me know if you want 50% off tickets for Pandemic. I can hook you up with the code. Okay? That'd be great. That is exclusive information. So you better have listened to Lisa's. Phone. Right? Because I have not posted <laughs> that anywhere else. <laughs> so then
0: we have... um
1: I just found out about um, a H-Town pod fest.
0: Oh, that's right. That's also coming up in
1: November. November, November 16th. The, the crossover podcast episode that we're doing with Cult45 this in a few days uh, regarding it. They, he, Yeah, it too. He gave me the information for this uh, pod fest. Uh, Brandon, Cult from Folk. From Colt 45. Oh, there I go with the tongue twister <laughs> We always got to get a little tongue Yeah. Here. <laughs> well, that's going to
0: be fun. We get to meet other people doing podcasts locally. Mm-hmm. Locally. And mm-hmm. so we both better be caffeinated for that. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs>
0: or on some CBD. Oh, something.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm trying that CBD oil stuff out right now. So far, I don't feel anything, but I'll keep you posted. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Just to give you all some,
0: some information, inside information for me, I got to deliver a kidney stone. So that was fun. Oh! <laughs> God! Yeah. So nobody gets to get that though. Um, I believe uh, someone famous sold theirs for $35,000. ain't gonna happen with me because it just went away. I wasn't uh-huh. keeping that
1: sucker. <laughs> Well, Are you feeling better now? 100%. Good. Good.
0: And then, of course, we have NerdCon coming up in December. December 7th. Yes. That is going to be fun. Uh, It's a newer convention, so it'll be smaller. So Mm -hmm. I think it'll be kind of fun to do. And I think we're probably going to record live there as well.
1: Yeah. Small and intimate is good. As long as the people are there to have fun and aren't sitting back trying to figure out how they can critique people and, you know, or be messy and stuff like that. As long as everybody's having fun, we'll have fun.
0: Yeah. It's about entertaining and having fun and enjoying the moment. Yeah. Which is a lot of these movies we watch. For
1: now. Right. <laughs> now, because I had totally jumped the gun earlier getting into threesome and I wanted to backtrack for that. But yeah, now let's get into the juicy, juicy. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm ready. Everybody ready?
1: Okay. So the deal was, is that we did um, movies that had one man and two women in the last episode. Um, there are, uh, there no. have been
0: it was one woman with two men oh
1: i'm sorry <laughs> one woman two men how could i forget that i know there was a lot right? more pieces <laughs> <to genius. laughs> that's more my speed that's what i like to say shit. <laughs> but so
0: we did do kind of one more like that for
1: this oh yeah 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 we're yes. gonna we'll finish up that so think of this as kind of like the part two of that uh because we did not talk about threesome we just didn't have time we usually try to keep our episodes to like uh an hour yeah just just that yeah and so if we were going to talk about threesome and some of the others it just would have been extended so consider this the extended version and after we finish up with some of our favorites of one man, one woman, two men. Then we'll go into some of the two women, one man. And as I said in the last episode, it's so much easier to find movies that are one man, two women. Uh, you know that that seems to be the acceptable form of entertainment. People love that. Finding one woman, two men has uh it's it's harder. But when it's done right, it's done right. And I thought threesome did it right.
0: And I think when you can compare both of these uh, genres, are takes on the threesome concept you will see most of the time the reason that two men one woman is so hard for some guys is because guys have to feel very machismo like oh i'm the man so it's really hard to think that you're allowing another man to also help please your woman which i kind of got that message from the two woman one man movie that mm-hmm. we saw mm-hmm. so i was like oh i hadn't even you know really i knew that but i just hadn't really thought about it mm-hmm. anyway
1: let's talk about threesome. okay Well, angels of sex that we talked about in the last episode is still number one to me okay and I think it's just because it's not American film and they just do and things it's a little bit a, different
0: it's a big journey of, uh, for the women there's mm-hmm. a big journey going on there
1: mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that one but I enjoyed Threesome um, because it, once again you got the formula of beautiful people and what I liked about uh, anytime there's some open communication and agreements made then I, I like that a lot better so 100% it's, it's not a cautionary tale so a lot of the movies right. turn into a cautionary tale, and it's more of a, uh, if you do this, you're going to have some problems, and, and your whole world is going to turn upside down and all that. I like it when they're just basically showing the beauty the, the beauty parts of it. Although, yeah, there can be some complications. There can be some problems. Sure. Uh, okay, so in this situation, Laura Flynn Bowles' character, and I can't even remember the name, but she met, uh, she ended up being in a forced situation. And, and some of this is kind of spoilery, but she ends up being in a forced situation in the dorm with these two guys. Mm-hmm. And one of them is sexually ambiguous, and uh, but leaning more towards liking men. And one of them is just a horn dog. Uh-huh. And Stephen Baldwin is playing the horn dog. Okay. <laughs> and they they develop a friendship first so okay. the way things you know when things usually end up going well it's well, they, there was no couple here either by the way it okay. didn't start out with a couple it started out she wanted him uh, the essentially ambiguous guy and he wanted Steven's character oh okay yeah so what do you think does that sound like it's gonna be a mess It sounds like this. (laughs) Sounds like it's going to be hard
0: to come to some agreements there.
1: Okay. Well, she she's kind of I I think the word for her would be sapiosexual. Oh, okay. So she she's turned on by the 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 sexually ambiguous guy, his intelligence. And he uses a lot of big words and the big words turn her on. So there's a scene where she she's in the library and he's reading and um and she's turned on and she's flipping all over the the table and she's ready to get it on right then and there. Oh, well, okay. <laughs>
0: Just bring a dictionary
1: to her. House. Yeah, exactly. And and Stephen's character, he tries to do that once he realizes what what works for her, but she is just not attracted to him at all wow. in in the beginning. Anyway, so the the dialogue is pretty fun here, mm-hmm. as opposed to the Dune generation when we're talking about that when it was like eat my fuck, you know, yeah. it was some <laughs> dumb shit. Uh, the the dialogue in this movie was I had fun with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me see one of the statements he said was this girl she is a live wire of sexual energy probably the crux of the the movie okay yeah she she owned her sexuality so i appreciate that
0: you see and that's that's where it's always when it goes well when someone's owning their sexuality okay continue
1: (laughs) yeah the the funny part in this movie is when they were all when they were clicked up and they had a good thing going it was difficult for anybody else to come in and date either one of them. They tried it, they made a pact. We're not gonna have any sexual activity between the three of us. Let, you know, Let's just eliminate that. Let's just take that off the table. Mm-hmm. And anytime they try to date somebody else, or, but it, it was disastrous and it's oh. kind of difficult if you're already clipped up and someone's trying to come in it was like, it just wasn't working. It was a mess.
0: Okay. Huh. This show sounds quite intriguing.
1: Does it? Am I telling it in a fun way? I think think so. I wish you'd have seen this one. I'm still going to try to find it. Okay, so the guy who is sexually ambiguous, Mm. he does come around and want to try it you know he's okay. like uh he even makes a statement one time if Stuart and alex okay that's their names Stuart is the stephen baldwin character okay. guy and alex is the girl okay that's how she ends up in the the dorm room by the way with the name alex they had her down as a male oh
0: that's <laughs>
1: awesome so she ended up being in the suite and, the, and it was going to take too long for them to actually get her another girl mm-hmm. okay yeah so he says if Stuart and alex could have genetically merged into one person he or she would have been the lovable my life interesting so that's that's really where they go from there because he realizes you know i love the both of them together gotcha yeah uh in this movie i felt sad for how it ended oh okay yeah after, after they were great friends all this time, I, wa- I just wanted them to all be together. Sure. I wanted them to live happily ever after. Yeah. You know, I wanted them to end dancing around like they did at, the, at Angels of Sex. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> but it just didn't work out that way. Nothing tragic happened. It just kind of fell apart. You know, just mo- they just moved on to other things. And and that's that's what was sad about this movie for me. Okay, I can see there I am through all their ups and downs, I just wanted them all to be together and this was just an, a college phase for them it was just an experience gotcha. yeah. okay, so
0: instead of the lesbian experience, they did the threesome
1: experience yeah, yeah <laughs> oh, you, you wanted me to give the details on that <laughs> they did they did have a, a threesome and it was it was sexy it was hot and it was it was what I wanted doomed, the doom generation to be gotcha yeah, I wanted to see that. And in fact, I'm trying to think, did they ever show the three of them in bed together in Angels of Sex? I don't think they did.
0: Now that I think about it, I don't think
1: so either. Yeah, I don't think they did. So this one gave me exactly what I want, what I was looking for with the three of them together.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, well, in Splendor, they show the three of them, right? But they, what I mean here is that they were all three together. Now, Stewart, Steven's character, made it very clear that he was not gay. He was not gay. Okay. But he was also not homophobic. So, and he did not have a problem with if the guy was looking at his butt, if that's what, helped him do what he needed to do, so be it. Okay. If he needed to touch his butt, then, you know, you could touch it. Okay. I mean, he's not trying to, he wasn't in any way trying to be with him. Right. But if it helped him be turned on for her, you know, if it helped... <laughs> this is confusing. I if it, if it helped, uh, and I can't think of the main guy's name. <laughs> uh, She's if, thinking of the scene of all the, all the body parts. If it helped the sexually ambiguous guy, oh, I'm going to... I cannot think of what his name was. Josh. Okay. Josh is the real name. Josh Charles plays the character. He's a virgin, by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if it helped him get to where he needed to be to have sex with her, then Stuart, Stephen's character, would let him do it.
0: Okay, well, you know, we all make sacrifices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well good for them. I mean, I get it. it. I could see it would be hard to go forward in life if you it's that continuous love triangle. I want her, she wants him, he wants him. You know, it it, it would be hard, I think.
1: Yeah. This is a nineteen ninety four movie and so this is why, you know, it wasn't it didn't come Right to mind, right away. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed watching it for a second time, and the and I liked how the guys were very different in this one. I think that's what would really work here. So you can have if everybody is the same, then you know what's the point? Exactly. Everybody's different. No, I get that. All right, so that's threesome. Thanks for reminding me of that movie, guys, and letting me watch it again, or reminding me to watch it again.
0: It's been a little while. 1994.
1: Yeah. <laughs> The other one female, two-male movie that we had was Itu Mama Tambien. Yes. This one is a favorite of mine, but you watched it, right? So I won't do the talking. You go for it.
0: Oh, well, we could totally share it.
1: Um, I this will, is MMF. Yes.
0: I, I will say again, um, this is also a, a non-American movie, uh, and it is, to me, another story—well, the female in this in this show, the the one female with the two males, she was going through a big life change, and it is an older movie. This is what two thousand.
1: Yeah, this one's old. <laughs> Let me
0: see what I have. You know, 2000, 2004. Um, and she was going. She was leaving her husband. He was a cheater, and it was hard for her because she had been with him for a good while. Um, she ends up meeting these two young boys. And um, what was your take on those two boys? Uh
1: they're young. They're they're young guys, but. I just love the, the actors, Oh yeah. you know, so I, I watch everything those guys are in anyway.
0: Well, I did feel like when I, I I saw they had high affinity for each other. They always wanted to be together. They always wanted to be around each other. And then they had a scene where they're kind of masturbating only a few feet apart. Mm-hmm. And I
1: thought, hmm. It's, it's a 2001 movie. Okay. Yeah. But at that moment, I kind of was
0: like. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure these boys are are seeing their full how much they want to be
1: around each other. <laughs> yeah, they 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 really enjoyed each other's company. Oh yeah. At that,
0: cool. at that moment, they were both sharing the the visual fantasies of who they were masturbating to. And mm-hmm. she actually was the one who was the big um, big splash at the end. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the guys in this is Gael Garcia Bernal. Uh, another fun fact. I know I mentioned Jonathan Sheck was in my movie. Shame, in my book Shameful hmm. I also included Gael Garcia banal oh nice yeah but also and Diego Luna okay Diego Luna okay yeah, I, I like those guys. And
0: I loved what I loved about this movie. Oh, go ahead.
1: No, 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 please. What I loved was
0: the scenery. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, we got to see a different part of Mexico. Mm-hmm. How Even though there are literal armed guards everywhere, mm-hmm. um, you do see that there's such a strong family element um, everywhere they go. And people, even with nothing, can find happiness. In mm-hmm. their life. Um, I enjoyed that. And these guys were pretty pretty well off. I won't say that they were the rich kids in the neighborhood, but they were close enough. I mm-hmm. mean, not a lot of boys would have a, their own vehicle and be able to drive all this way and get to go to, to events with the president and things like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So what happens in, in this movie, guys, is that they go on a road trip. And I don't have any notes for this because I didn't rewatch it this time. I've already seen it like three times over the, over the years. They go on a road trip... Together, I can't remember what were they going on the road trip for. They were
0: going to see a beach. They took. They promised to take her to this really um, exclusive beach area.
1: And at this time, in their minds, they were planning to just have fun with her. They, but. They, they they thought they were kind of like swindling her, maybe tricking her to come along on this road trip. Yeah, She clearly was the one in the driver's seat. Oh, yeah.
0: She turned the tables around <laughs> in the car. She just started immediately asking them about their sex lives mm-hmm. and who they masturbate to, like all kinds of
1: stuff. Yeah.
0: And they're like, where is this coming from? But they were talking. They were open mm-hmm. and, and talking
1: to her. She, yeah, she was, she definitely was like, oh, she, she seemed like she was wanting to have a, a she was enjoying her new freedom. Yes. And to, and at the end, we find out why, why that was a big deal to her. And and then, but the
0: whole time she was in grief. Yeah. She did cry a lot because she was leaving this man. She was done with that situation.
1: Is that what you got from it? Yeah. I, I um, what I got from it was that she was, she, she was ill. She was oh. sick. Okay. And I can't remember if they specifically said cancer or anything, but she even died uh, shortly after. Oh. Okay. After their their road trip.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then they were talking about about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it was because she was ill. Now she she had um, she it was it's kind of like well when you realize you're about to die and you just want to just be free and just enjoy life and what would you do with that time you have left and so she go out with these two guys who they seem like they might be younger than her, and I don't know what the age. Well, they do say is. at
0: the event that they saw each other for the first time. That the last time she saw him, he was half her size. <laughs> so she's known them since they were children. Okay,
1: I don't remember that yeah. part. <laughs> um, they this one also <clears throat> there is a really hot scene where okay she has sex with both of them at separate times. One because she's just having sex with one guy, the other one's jealous. And she notices that it there causes there is a rift between them. There is tension, and to alleviate that, she has sex with the other one. Both of them are pretty trash at it. <laughs> yeah, they both I think they come too fast or something. Yeah, they're just like stick it and go kind of guys. Yeah. And then and she's trying to kind of teach them, hey, slow down, slow down or something. She's the the older woman that has the experience here. Yeah. And they they think like I said she's the one driving it, driving this this whole steam engine to where it's going even though they think they're the ones that are in charge. Yeah. And um, and so she brings them together and for then, this threesome. And then, yeah, and they literally do yeah. start They, they together. come together, yeah. yes.
0: <laughs> and it's not just her doing all the giving. They're giving to one another as well.
1: Yeah. The aftermath... Is interesting in this movie. Talk about it. Um, it was just. It's after, and and there's uh, some other movies that we have on here that also have some crazy go there. stuff at the end. Yeah. Go, go there because when you when you're horny or if you want the person or whatever, then there's a different mindset and you're going for it. And then after the fact, after you look and you think about what you just did, then other things come into play. Yes. And so they they had to deal with the aftermath. And I don't think they were they they may have had fun, but I don't think they were ready to actually face that they had done what they did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And especially in the Latin culture, um, you know, guys are not always apt to having even bisexual experiences with one another. Mm-hmm. And when it happened and it was so natural. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that it was shocking to them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They were like, oh, Mm -hmm. geez. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So are we still okay? (laughs) Right. right.
1: So again, this was another one that I felt kind of sad about at the end because they kind of went their separate ways. Yeah. And it
0: was, you know, again, I think we can't express it enough. If you're considering this kind of um, lifestyle choice, you have to be open and
1: communicate. And none of that ever happened. Yeah, they're, they're exactly prior to any of this. They met back up. Um, it was like I- a storm. Yeah, yeah. They met back up and had awkward coffee or something or tea. Yeah. Um, Sometime. Very later. quiet, and it was funny yeah.
0: because they were always talking over each other, laughing, yeah. Yeah. stupid as shit. And at this last scene, they're just so quiet. It's
1: like the Pandora's <laughs> box was open, so to speak. And there, there was another movie that we had here where it's like opening up the innocence and peering in, and then you can't go back after that. That's right. That is. That is the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Julio de Hoyos. Hoyos? Is that how you pronounce that? Julio de hoy-yo's. Hoyos. 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 Because H is silent, right? H is silent, Okay, um, he po- he made a comment about this movie in our sex and horror podcast on Facebook. And he said, if you haven't seen it, I'd recommend Ito Mama Tambien, an extremely good movie and very sexy. I still find it weird that my dad was the one that recommended it to me. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, he probably
0: was like, just be careful where you're going to put it. Think about it before you stick it there.
1: <laughs> so we... So I, I wanted to make sure that I shout out the people that's been coming I think to, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just uh, thank you all for the comments. Keep them coming. Because this is what I, I love talking. I watch these movies and talk about them anyway. But it's fun to be able to share this with people who might be interested in the same thing. Yes, for sure. And watching the same thing. Or you might be interested in actually doing the things there that are in the things, movie. Yeah. yeah, and
0: either way, it's all good. And, and at least you now have some ideas of where you can watch possible outcomes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Right. Right. You know what? We, we're already at like 30 minutes in. What do you think we're going to get to all of these? Well, let's,
0: let's just go. I, I mean, I just.
1: Okay. That was, well, there was one more that fell under the one female, two male. And that's, that's the one that I read out. The guy that said a home at the end of the world. See, I had not seen that one. That was the only one that has been mentioned to me that I had not seen before at all. And I'm surprised because I I keep up with Colin Farrell. I like to watch his movies. By the way, he has a sex tape out. Oh, really? (laughs) Well, you can I see, even. yeah, you can see a real sex scene with Colin Farrell. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I must have a thing for the Irish, like with Brock, Maybe. With, I do too. That accent. Because <laughs> I'm always talking about but Robert like said,
0: If we ever take this act on the road, I'm going to have to go there with like an actual belt on that has a back.
1: <laughs> well, look, after Midsummer, I'm not going anywhere like that. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. They're going to have to come to me. If Colin Farrell wants some more chocolate, he's going to have to come my way. I'm not going there. No, ma'am. <laughs> <Love it.
0: laughs>
1: A home at the end of the world was my least favorite on this list, though. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. This is not one I had seen before, but thank you for recommending it, okay? I did watch it. But it was... I don't know how to classify this. This is not necessarily one man, two women. It's not necessarily one women... One, well, it's one woman and two men, but they're not really together. Okay. It's, it's kind of... Weird how to describe this okay. there is a cute. I want to say cute I should say sexy, but I'm scared because I don't know how old they were supposed to be oh <laughs> uh, But the two boys uh, there's uh, Colin Farrell's younger character. Everybody around him ends up dying. And so he's adopted by the other boy's family. Okay. And he he's like a brother to him, but they're also during their puberty stage. And so they're experimenting ah. with each other. Oh. Okay. And so there is a scene with them in the bed when they're jacking each other off. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I say cute. It's called double dribble. Oh, is <laughs> it? Okay, yeah. Double dribble. I learned something. <laughs> It's, it's a cute scene. It should be sexy and I'm afraid to say that because I don't know if they're supposed to, I feel like they're supposed to be young, like 12, 13, 14, right. 15, somewhere around there. Uh, but anyway, one of them, he goes on to be, to realize that he's gay. Okay. Colin Farrell's character is just, and even the guy says, I don't know what he is. Okay. You know, so he's, it's not established what he is. He's, he's, he's non-binary. Well, um, he may not like. He's just like sex is sex. I thought non-binary was gender, though. Well, gender identity. Identity.
0: Oh, well gender identity.
1: Oh, gender identity, not sexual orientation. Okay, got you. He's uh you at always this, get that one wrong. At the, <laughs> okay, <laughs> at this point, he is basically ambiguous about it. He could be bi, he could be pans, so he could be you know, he could be pansexual. He's attracted to it. To, it doesn't matter, you know, anybody. Uh, but he is. He he ends up. Hooking up with his brother, his adopted brother, I guess he goes and lives lives with their families. I don't know if they—they never—they're not supposed to be brothers, or they're supposed to be brothers. I don't know how that how that's supposed
0: to work. They're adopted.
1: They're not. Yeah. But they—they grew up as brothers, but they still got this thing between them. Okay. But it's—it's not even that. The two of them want to be a couple, but their bond is tight. Their bond mm. is close. They they look out for each other. And he kind of comes in, the uh, Colin Farrell's character comes in, the one who is ambiguous with his sexuality and still a virgin mm. years later. He ends up being in a relationship with the gay guys, uh friend I, I think you would call her a beard
0: oh okay
1: or, or, but she and i'm telling this story real raggedy <laughs> i'm sorry is it making any sense it is yeah. the, okay so they the gay guy and his roommate, his female roommate, they have planned to have a child. It's somehow they plan to have a kid together, okay. but not as a couple. They okay. are not together. He is dating other men. Okay. And when Colin Farrell's character comes in, um, he, the, the gay guy feels like he's taking over his life uh-huh. because he has a better relationship with his mom, his birth mother got it and um and he has a better relationship with his friend which is the 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 woman that he's been friends with all this time and he ends up getting her pregnant oh okay yeah uh at the end she has the baby and she just leaves the two she she buys this home for all of them with her her inheritance and everything and she just leaves the two of them like you know y'all can y'all can have it she's not upset they don't leave on, on bad terms. They don't split on bad terms. But it's kind of like she looks at them and she realizes you two need to be together. You And, and maybe not as a couple, but just together. Like yeah. you, you're a bond. Interesting. You, you, you guys. She watches them dance around and, you know, they may have shared a kiss or something. But it's not one of those things where they are in love. Sure. They love each other but they're not in love. So I don't know how to classify this. Yes, there's like a happiness. This <laughs> is a well, happiness. It's it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a, a pure love, you know, and it's sure. it's sweet the story and everything. I think and they don't say for sure but I think the the gay guy finds out that he has HIV mm. because he has a sore that he keeps looking at. And then when they bury the father, he mentions something like, this is a great place to bury me. And uh-huh. now you can live with HIV and then you can take all of kinds course, of medicine at that time, time. And this is a 2004 movie. It was, it was not it was something, yeah, not that, you know, yeah. Not it, long it, it was a death sentence. Lifespan. Yeah, it was a death sentence. And mm-hmm. so, but this was my, I haven't even looked at my notes on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the lines in it was, it's love, man, it's just love. Okay. And that's really how he felt, that how he took his relationship. It's just love. Let's see. What kind of girl's so hot? I mean, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and there was a younger boy playing his younger. Character. Ah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, in this particular movie, there was, the, the, the soundtrack was annoyingly overbearing. Mm. It really bothered me. I did not mind the songs, but the music was so fucking loud that I could feel it all the way at the back of my neck. And I was like, oh my God, I was holding my head and everything. Wow. Yeah. And they kept playing it over and over and again. It was so fucking loud. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, well, be aware of that, guys. He might need to play. <laughs> <laughs> but it is sad um, to me, for me, right. not necessarily for them, but for me. Right? It, he, she leaves with the baby and it's just the two of them left. But I will say that she gave him a choice. Okay. Like she said, you can come with me and you can feel that she's saying, come with me. Like she's asking him to choose, to I pick see. and he's like, she's like, do you want to come with me? He's like, no. So. Okay, you know, you he go. he kind of says, "I'd rather be here with mine." I'm doing the air quotes, brother, because I just don't know what to call him. You know, but I will say this: this movie is more about family than it is a threesome. Okay, it's really about because I told you his his all of his family kind of dies, and he's yeah. this orphan guy. It's this this movie is more about family and love between the guys than it is about any sexual activity between them or love or, or I mean or or sexual relationship okay uh there's one part here i wish you'd have seen this one though so that i wouldn't just be talking and <laughs> rambling <laughs> that i think you would have enjoyed uh there's a convo between the moms and moms um, i mean the woman that they got pregnant yes and uh and her mother her yes Yes. Okay. She's, and then we're talking about women don't know what they're getting into when it comes to marriage and children. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that was a big deal. And that's, that's how we could see that there's always a, 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 a sub story that's going on in these movies. Right? Yes. And so that was the sub story, the sub story here was their mom and what she had to go through because he kind of when she adopted this boy he kind of pulled her out of her shell a Mm. little bit and had she was smoking weed with them and everything yeah and um and the the mom that that well, who he made a mom. Right, <laughs> right. She was having to come to grips with how things were gonna be in this new life that, that she she signed up for with having this kid with yes. them, with him, them, however you wanna see that. Okay. I get what you're saying. I have rambled. I have talked. See that you, was
0: see it if you if you find that interesting.
1: And when I say this was my least favorite of the of the group, it, it was of these movies. It wasn't because I did not like the movie. I did enjoy the movie. It just would not strike me as a threesome movie. Like I said, right. it's about family. And I was looking for titillation. Sorry. Sure. <laughs> of course. <laughs>
0: Okay. I think we could get into newness maybe. Newness, we? okay. Because that would be a good transition into the two female with a male.
1: All right, all right. So at 40 minutes, we are going to transition. <laughs> I have rambled, rambled, rambled. That's all good. Check these movies out though, y'all, okay? And then leave us comments about what you think, whether you agree. And if you have some more suggestions, I will watch them. I promise.
0: Well, I will say about newness, this is the swipe left, swipe right generation love story. hmm This is about... Getting into sex before the relationship, that's what I immediately got from this movie. This Mm -hmm. is all about, let me see what you're like in bed, how you make me feel, Mm -hmm. and then we can talk about relationship, which Mm -hmm. is a very different take Mm -hmm. from most relationship movie. That's what struck me first with this show. Mm
1: -hmm. How about for you? I watched it because Nick Holt is in it. I watched it uh, when it first came out, and I got that little notification from Netflix that the yes, movie was out. Yes. I watched it because he's in it, and I, I love him. And I'm sorry, guys. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I do pick a lot of my movies and shows based on the men.
0: Oh, of course.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> that's what I, I do.
0: Well, the movie is called Newness, and it is like that because she is actually addicted to that feeling of when things are new, mm-hmm. and she even mentions it. And the relationship in the very beginning, Mm -hmm. um, that she just loves that part of any relationship she starts is that new feeling that newness. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like that says a lot about people um, who are going and are who are a part of this swipe left, swipe right generation. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing with this, the reason that this started to go horribly wrong was because he wasn't willing to communicate what was happening in his world 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, they finally communicated enough to realize that they both needed more people to be satisfied I suppose. What did you think about what they were saying there?
1: Um, I think they wanted adventure and they just an adventure is fun but it has its consequences. Yes. And so at some point in a relationship it's no longer new. That's right. It's familiar. That's right. And if you it that's when you have to make a choice on whether you want another new another new new. <laughs> right. More new pussy or new dick. That's what we're talking about here. Yes. Or if you're going to, if you are content and happy with the person that you have and that you want to remain faithful to them, or how you want to define the relationship and where you go from there, whether you want, whether you prefer the familiarity, whether you, you want this person in an exclusive relationship. Yes. I
0: think a lot of people hit this point, well, everybody who's ever been in a relationship hit this point where you have to decide am I going to commit to whatever our agreements are? Is this what I want to commit to? This mm-hmm. person, this personality, this situation um and he never really did and finally and the reason he, i say he did is because he had an old relationship he hadn't truly closed for himself and so he finally does that but he is so afraid to share it with the woman that he's with who's the swipe left swipe left. Swipe white girl, and that's that's what pushes them apart in the first place. But eventually, they do come back around. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, when they were looking for adventure, they both cheated at the same time. Yeah, and I so that was interesting. yeah, that was interesting. They both cheated at the same time, but she is honest and open to a fault like me yes i'm that person where i tell you i be too open and too transparent i'm the person that when my husband and i met he wanted to know how many partners i had and i told him yeah i always conduct myself that way yeah and some people it may be a turn off yeah and for those people you are not for me yeah. that was always my the, the way that I conducted things yes. I don't believe in double standards and so it's it was one of those I would even have talks with my girlfriends it was like you don't ever tell a guy that you don't ever tell a guy the things you're telling them and stuff like that you know it's it was a choice that I made a long time ago that 100%. I felt like the person for me would accept me for me and who I am
0: and here's the thing if you can't be a hundred percent honest with how you feel and what is happening in your life with the person you're committing to, you should not be committing to anyone yeah. because you're really not going to be able to accept them for whatever is going on in their world. Yeah, Because you're both separate people and you're always going to have to have that reality check together to make sure you're heading down the same path. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, a commitment to someone for me is vital because I feel like, gosh, I need that, that level of, of trust. That intimacy to me leaves me vulnerable and I'm not going to just give that to anyone. Mm-hmm. And so what I like about like this show, it kind of puts that on its head and it's like, well, intimacy is not hard for me. It's actually trusting someone with my most inner thoughts. And they should be really one and the same.
1: Mm-hmm. She mentioned, if you're honest with me, you'll never lose me. Yeah, And so that was, was a great line. Yeah, that's pretty much how she conducted herself the whole time. Yep. As long as you're honest, we can work through it, anything. And, and he was not completely open with her. And in fact, she lost it one day when he when she found out that he'd been talking to somebody else. He'd been sharing all of his feelings and thoughts on, on a matter that he would never opened to her open up to her about that's right and that was something that you know that's that's kind of where she where she really started i don't know what the heck is going on here you can't even talk to me and that was uh the arguments that they had were pretty intense oh yeah yeah lots of of that yeah i don't miss that i did all that yeah (laughs) (laughs) right and it leaves me wondering you know at some point they're going to come back around to this to this, I think. I oh, think yeah. at some point, this is going to be an, a, a, the same issue that's going to pop up again for them. Possibly.
0: Yeah. Because it is an addiction. The woman was seriously, she had an addiction to um, really all that attention, I feel like. Not just the sex, but the male attention. I think mm-hmm. she was really had an addiction to that. That was just my step outside of it and look at what's happening mm-hmm. and for him. I don't think he was able to really, you know he lost a child with his ex-wife mm-hmm. and I don't think he was ever really able to accept that kind of loss and it is it's hard to it's hard to allow somebody to have that complete grief and feel like they're blocking you out of it some people just can't share that with other people mm-hmm. you know
1: their relationship was was pretty intense, and this came up as a threesome movie, but it, it's it's not a threesome movie. There's a a threesome that happens in there briefly yes. as they're exploring their open relationship yes. and their agreement. So that's how this comes on our roster here, but it is it is not a movie about a threesome. They they do get into it once uh, because they they have they're dating other people and stuff. My favorite part of this movie actually is the monologue that comes up around one hour and three minutes for those of you want to check that out somewhere Mm -hmm. around the one hour three minute mark this is where they go to the bookstore and there's a is that an author that's there talking And she's explaining about the lifestyle and open marriage and polyamory and she's explaining it and they're like, Oh, I just want to thank you for, um, for recommending this and yada yada. And she's like, hold up, I'm not recommending this. I'm just letting you know how to make a relationship like this work. If you decide to go that route, I'm paraphrasing. And then she
0: did say, and I don't think you should look at this as a goal. This should mm-hmm. be something you're experiencing
1: along your path mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. There was a look on their faces at that point where they looked at each other. And it was kind of, it was kind of, it seemed to me, and I may have been reading too far into this, but. <laughs> That's there's, what we do then. <laughs> there seemed to be a moment where they kind of looked at each other like, whoop. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, like, really? I never thought of that. <laughs> really? Yeah, but that that whole little that whole little monologue that she gave right there is kind of if you are thinking about polyamory or open marriage or any swinging or anything that involves opening your relationship up to other people, then you should take a listen at that part. She's talking about balancing the the natural desires that you have with maintaining a stable relationship and how... It's, you know, it can be a struggle for, for all of us, really. Yeah, it
0: really is. And, and yeah. um, if we get a chance to talk about the Toise movie, mm-hmm. that comes into play big time here because the female um, just isn't in the headspace for it. Some people are, are, have experienced too many things in their life that they can't really ever accept mm-hmm. that type of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in real life, I have a, a, a customer slash friend that I've been doing her hair for years, since this, like since 2000. And she was in a polyamorous relationship with her husband, I guess. I think they're, I don't know, they're really married yet. Um, but they've been together
1: for so long, they're legal, I guess, common law. Um, anyway. Did they hold themselves, well, uh, I'm they, sorry, my lawyer's side's coming out. Uh, <laughs> do they hold themselves out as husband and wife? I think they do. Okay. Yes.
0: And, um, They've had you know various relationships here and there, but they were always open with each other, and they have been together now, going on almost what is it, twenty two thousand coming up, two thousand twenty, almost mm-hmm. twenty years, and they don't, they no longer have polyamorous behavior now. Mm-hmm. 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 I thought it was interesting, and that was a real life, you know. I observed this happening over the last few mm-hmm. years with the two of
1: them. Well, the the main thing about something like this is nothing is secret. Yeah, they say that in the movie. Nothing is secret. You've got to have open communication and conversation.
0: I think we've said that a million times. <laughs> yeah,
1: <but> communicate. <laughs> hey, there, there was one part here that um, that I wanted to bring up that I thought was interesting. Okay. <laughs> When they when they first decided that they were going to go out and start, you know, dating other people and they were having fun together. Hey, you go up and try to, they, they were watching each other while they were at the same party. They were just deciding yes. who they were going we to go flirt. up to. Yeah. yeah. I, you, you, I want to see, I want to watch you pick this person up. He went up to this black chick. <laughs> I thought it was important to note as a black woman that he went up to this black chick and she said hold up wait a minute you coming over here telling me that your girlfriend said that it was okay to come over here and ask me is that is is that what you're saying she's like okay hold up excuse me and she walks off yeah and I thought that that was so interesting um because this is not the sort of thing that you're going to typically see in a black community sure (laughs) and so her reaction is probably the reaction you're going to get i <laughs> If you approach a black female yeah. and, and and say that your girlfriend's over there watching and checking out, hey, would you like to have a, a drink or a dance or something? M- most of the time, we are not about that shit. Well, I'm going to tell you, though,
0: ladies, it, I've, I watch way too many true crime shows. I wouldn't trust any motherfucker that came up to me with, like, my girlfriend said I can come over here and hit on you. You want to come meet her? Here, climb into
1: my van. No, sniff this napkin. It's okay. It's not going to be chloroform. Don't do it. <laughs> And that's a good segue into the next one. Because yeah. in all of these movies that we've been talking about, all this menage wash stuff, um, uh the Where are the black people? is something that I would be thinking about by now. Mm. And so I remembered some of the movies that I watched years ago that featured black people in menage to oise situations. Uh, ca- Cappuccino was one of them. And I couldn't find it again this time just because I was spelling it wrong. And it just came to me a little while ago. Spell it for the people. C-A-P-P-U-C-I-N-O. It's a 1998 movie. Okay, I, watched, I watched that one three times on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> some of y'all don't even know what VHS is. They're like, what is that? But that's okay. UrbanVisionary.com? and the other <laughs> one is the twa the twa movies there is a twa one two and three twa the first one is from 2000 and the second one is Pandora's box that's uh i don't have the year down and twa the third one is called the escort and so this is twa one you did see this one right yes okay I'm gonna shut up so you can talk about it but this is This is, if you're going to have a, from what I remember, when there are black people involved, it's usually a cautionary tale. Yeah. (laughs) It's usually, if you do this. And it's also really
0: so stereotypical that they make the woman so fucking emotional.
1: Man, I was so upset with how Kenya Moore was crying all the damn time. (laughs) Oh lord, (laughs) and then
0: the one that they had the the threesome with was insane town. Like she was crazy. She was like Boil the Rabbit crazy.
1: Yeah. But you
0: find out later not everything that's happening is her fault but man when she went off she was off yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and I'm, I'm glad i did watch it again though because i had a very negative opinion from where I, when i watched it back in the day back in 2000 when it came out i had a very negative opinion it left a bad taste in my mouth <clears throat> i remember um uh, kenya moore is beautiful she is oh, absolutely beautiful. gorgeous yes and all of them are are beautiful beautiful to watch but i remember hating the acting so much (laughs) and being so upset that it was a movie about a menage a trois and everybody was fully clothed and all that you know i just remember those things i'm glad i watched it again because it wasn't that bad right it was it was not that bad so being able to watch it now i can appreciate the writing the twists and stuff like that a little more than I did then yeah Yeah. I get that
0: and I I will say they were going from a huge um, 90s stereotype you know it was at the end of the 90s beginning of the millennial Mm -hmm. and uh, they were going from that huge you know men want two women that Mm -hmm. was like a big push Mm -hmm. back in those days I remember Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm.
1: yeah I know (laughs) (laughs) I do have some first hand experience with these guys with this but I will leave it at that (laughs)
0: Well, I will definitely say um, I was really... Disappointed again that they did write these roles so stereotypical, um, but that kind of happens sometimes in movies where they're trying to teach a lesson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it was she; she was having again. This is another partner who was having an issue that she refused to communicate to her husband about, mm-hmm. and it eventually came back to literally bite them in the ass. Mm-hmm. And that was um, first of all the wrong move, mm-hmm. you know. So the wrong move started with her, even though he was the one pushing for the three. And he did have a lot of issues stepping outside the marriage. But she basically let that door start being open because she did not truly commit to that
1: marriage. Wait a minute. Did you watch? Which one did you see? I saw the first one. The first
0: one? Yeah. And I say that because I, in my perspective, when you have a reality that... You know, this woman had went through some serious abuse mm-hmm. and she would not communicate it to her
1: husband. She okay. was having nightmares. Okay, okay, that's and true.
0: by her not opening up, and he was experiencing these nightmares with her every night, she'd mm. wake up mm-hmm. and he she would never communicate it to him. So it made him feel very upset. Maybe that's what threw him outside the, the bedroom to find other women. Oh, I saw something completely mean? different. I, I felt like, okay, and I'm not saying it was her fault, but I'm saying mm-hmm. if you are going to be 100% into something, you've got to draw that person in with you. And that means ex- exposing everything about yourself. Just because they've seen the inside of your body with their penis doesn't mean they've really seen your inside.
1: Oh, well, this is interesting because I, I got a completely different view. I see exactly what you're saying now, though. Um, but like when he was because he there was a point where he was saying, um, I'm lying next to you all this, this time and you're clearly going through something. I want to connect with you. Tell me what you're thinking and... and but as soon as she said, okay, yeah, I'll do the threesome, he completely backed off that. He didn't give a shit about that. All he's thinking about exactly. is taking his dick in somebody else and exactly. having a threesome. And that's what
0: annoyed me about this movie because that was the stereotype.
1: Well, I was going to say that this whole, this the whole scenario just irritated me, uh, the men period, um, uh, because yeah. She, I felt like she was left sexually unsatisfied. Very much so. We saw her like, are you done? You know, he's getting off, rolling over and there she is. And he's so busy trying to get a threesome that he's not thinking about how he can please her. Like you can't please one fucking woman. What you gonna do with two? Right. And then there was the part where... Well, you see, I saw it as he was trying to reach
0: a different level of intimacy with her. Hmm. Because she said once they had sex with the other female, that he paid more attention to her than he ever had when it was just the two of them.
1: And she said, I wish he was that into me when it was just us. And she said, we need to take a step back from all the sex and deal with the emotional stuff. Right. But Jesus. by then... It was too
0: late because he was all fucked up and being stupid at that point.
1: Well, I felt like I felt like he was stupid from day one. I well, felt yeah. like the only thing he was concerned about was getting his rocks off.
0: I can see that. He, I mean, but that was a stereotype, too. He,
1: stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> his well, stereotype well, comes from somewhere. Let's look
0: at, let's look at like when we were just talking about newness. This guy was closed off, but yet he was... So much more willing to try to push himself to work on his emotional state. Whereas this guy in this movie, this gentleman did not, he was just thinking
1: with his dick. I, I thought that's that's basically all he was thinking with. He said, I'm just trying to take our relationship to the next level. I mean, he's more worried about getting freaky instead of trying to figure out what she She's, likes and trying to, way, and how to satisfy her. I love that they use the word freaky on <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but I mean, and, and, I, I feel like that's what in his. You see, maybe I've just learned to to, to listen to male language and understand what they're actually trying to say.
1: <laughs> Some of them are actually spitting and huffing and puffing. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> I felt like what when he said "take it to the next level," he meant get you to truly let me in. I, I, do, do a do a tantric
1: class. The two of you go to counseling together. That's do right. something where it builds your emotional bond. Exactly. He was trying to fuck. He was trying to get his he rocks was, off, and that's, and that's, that's what I'm all saying. he was he thinking was about. Sure,
0: in that way, but I felt like that was also a stereotype. It could be,
1: yeah. I mean, I I can see where you're coming from about it being a stereotype. I will also say that I've known many, many, many of the those guys. I've seen many, many, many of them in real life. So I felt like I, it was it was too relatable. That's. I guess <laughs> I get that.
0: I've, I've been I guess lucky where I've had the opposite. I've had very yeah. emotional
1: men in my life it's been uh, that was very relatable it was even like her friend said if it were me i'd do whatever it took to please my man
0: and that was the most (laughs) stereotypical annoying fucking thing i ever heard in my life
1: but that is real too that that is what you hear over and over and over again do whatever it takes to please your man do whatever it takes to please your man yes but when he was asked would you do the same thing for her and he's like no no no, he would not. Now that was annoying. No, he would not. Yes. That bothers me. I just, I, you know, I'm always talking about this double standard shit, but that bothers me. She's sitting up here talking about she would do whatever it takes to please him. Yes. And he would not do the same for her. And I felt like at this point, once they, once they had, once they got all the 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 sex shit out and the Pandora's box was open, the proverbial Pandora's box. Then the aftermath. She she's feeling used. She's wondering mm-hmm. if all she is is just a sex object. All he needs me then for is sex. She's wondering, do I like women better because I had much more fun with her? He's <laughs> wondering, is she gay now? Yeah. And and I think at some point she gets to the point, is there anything that I can do to actually satisfy him? Because he's just going to keep upping the ante. Today is a threesome. What is it going to be tomorrow? Foursome <laughs> or, you know, what What are you going to have to keep doing to keep pleasing him? Because he mm-hmm. coming in, I'm working hard all day and blah, blah, blah. Uh, nothing is good enough. Yeah.
0: And here's the thing now with her, she was not in a good mental place to accept this situation. And if he had been a better man, he would have seen she's deflecting me with sex there's something if that's much more scarier for her to confront like saying yeah let's have another woman in the bed don't look at this other thing over here then obviously she's not in a good place mentally
1: that's all he was thinking about he wasn't thinking no yeah. further than an orgasm which is which is why the, the
0: movie ended the way it did with her having to, to have her own life yeah away from it
1: yeah i i was really um I, I think the hurt hit real different for her in this movie because she'd been there with him when he was broke That's right. And to see him show out and act like he did, you know, uh, over the the smallest things, really.
0: You know, a lot of people are taught a marriage is about lifting each other up, one after the next. You know, you go to school, great. You go to school. Now we're paying each other school and we're working together to build this life. But then it's like, sometimes the men will be like, oh, well, hmm, I got mine, like like in bed. I got mine.
1: The side story on this one was kind of heartbreaking for me too. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt her pain. I felt really bad for her. And I know she's the stereotypical, and he kept using the word ho, ho, ho. You know, I have issues with that. That was the word back then though. (laughs) Yeah. I have, I have, ish. he's, he's a hoe. I mean, he he's, you're doing the same shit, but oh, yeah. you keep calling all these other women hoes. That's what's funny.
0: Anytime you're insulting somebody like that, just remember, you're probably talking about yourself. He's,
1: he's, <laughs> and he is the one who brought her in, you know, That's right. he brought her in, but then all he could do is just disrespect her on every level that he could after that. Yeah. That pisses me off. Oh, yeah, and I can see in a that. very real way. and and she was a
0: hundred percent should have realized, and that was what was irritating about her. Because she was a very beautiful, very intelligent woman, but she was not thinking clearly what was best for her. Yeah. It was all about what what was going to be good for what this, the relationship needed. Mm-hmm. And you know, they say in the airplane, every time you get on, you got to put your mask on before you help someone else. Mm-hmm. There is definitely some life lesson in that, people. Yeah, <laughs> You can't live your life to please someone else.
1: I, I did love that um, who, we, this is a Rob Hardy film I'm, I'm grateful that they tackled this subject because mm-hmm. like I said this is not something you're gonna see very often in in our community yeah uh, you know uh, every, everything doesn't have to be a good role model um, everything doesn't have to be uh, self-help material for our community we can be entertained by the same sexy stories that everybody else is entertained so I appreciate them for going this route. I do enjoy seeing all the beautiful brown bodies writhing on that bed. That was beautiful. Um, the the actual story itself bothered me. And there's no way that this could have ended on a good note, though. No. <laughs> this is not a feel-good movie. You, it's, it, it is not isn't. going to end on a good note because of how things transpire. Yeah.
0: And you know what? That's okay. It, again, it does drive from the point. You must communicate. And it's not always with your partner. Sometimes you need to be honest with yourself
1: right 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 and this movie
0: shows that
1: yes for sure girl we are already over an hour <laughs> and this is my point for why we did not do all of them last week yes. because we still have love And the sex monster.
0: Yes. And then really they're, they were, they're actually pretty short to talk
1: about. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you what you go for it.
0: Okay. Well, I'll just say with love, it was a dark movie, Mm -hmm. best sex scenes you could see uh, in a movie because it was like, it was like watching pornography. That was actual living art. Mm -hmm. It was insanely beautiful. It was shot beautifully. Yes. And, um, but it's a very depressing movie. Um, watch it at your own risk. It, I believe it ends in suicide. It kind of leaves it ambiguous at the end. Mm-hmm.
1: There, there is a lot of sex scenes in that and I, there's some full frontal nudity and everything. There's even some, some
0: money shots. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I like porn like this though, where there's a whole story to it. That's right.
0: <laughs> and also again that came with not everybody it's not just when you're communicating to your partner about trying this you also have to communicate about what all the possibilities of how the fuck it could go wrong right
1: right and how you're gonna right.
0: how you're going to handle that if right it does. right and in this case of the second female got pregnant mm, mm-hmm. so and that's always like the first thing you should think of is disease mm-hmm. then pregnancy mm-hmm. yeah anyway Mm-hmm. Uh, Sex Monster was another cautionary tale, but in a funny way. It's very campy, mm-hmm. um, and the husband talks his wife into having a threesome, but the wife starts to enjoy it <laughs> a lot, and they kick him out of the bed a
1: few times. He taps out first, yeah. he, he taps out, he he can't, uh, listen, and this is, a, this is a point I need to make. We do not have a refractory period. So, for yeah. all these guys that want to have multiple women, we can actually out you any yes. day. It's really... Yes. I mean, if you want to talk about... You can go have a sandwich, take a <laughs> right? nap,
0: come back, and we'll be like, oh, is it time for lunch?
1: Yeah, guys really think they're doing something. But, you know, we, we don't have... We do not need to tap out, okay? Yeah. We don't need to, to have the blood rush back there. We're good, and we can keep going and keep going and keep going, so... So looking at women like they're ho- hoes because they enjoy sex and everything—we were built for this shit.
0: Yeah, we were literally, built for, literally built we had for to be, it. We had to, had to feel good to, you know, put ourselves
1: through pregnancy. Come on, now. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, that's a big risk. <laughs> Her husband was annoying as fuck to me. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> And, and the way, you know, the way he's begging her to do it and everything, I'm glad things worked out the way they did for him.
0: Oh, yeah. And then he would come home and he would hear her going away. And <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? We didn't even have anybody scheduled to come over today. And she was just having women in and out all the time and hitting on the women and that he knew. And he was just like, what is happening? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> he uh, finally
0: gets her to rein it in, though.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, there was a conversation with, with she and her friend and, and they were talking about, why do you guys, you know, want to have a, a second woman for and all that? And, and she said something like, apparently that's... And they were like, well, they can't even satisfy one woman, you know, whether yeah. they want to have multiples. And one of them said, apparently that's what the second woman is for, to do half the work. <laughs> 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 to oh, do half great. the work. That's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a scene in Love actually where they go to a sex club Mm -hmm. and there's men like like you know having intercourse with women it's like orgies happening and then the women weren't done they would just roll over and find somebody else Mm -hmm. I mean that's Mm -hmm. just it's just the way it is yes
1: yeah Yeah. and so she turns into a sex monster that's what the sex monster is referring to it's hilarious
0: and then she finally decides not to do it anymore Mm -hmm. but then she's like let's talk about having another man in the relationship (laughs) (laughs) this
1: this movie was was rather silly for me like it is silly like Really, really silly. Um, And, uh, but I, there was one moment, one moment where I actually liked him and that's when he, the way he stood up for his wife. Oh yeah. Yeah, when the dude was like, and she's out here running around doing this and doing that. And he was like, hey, stop it. You're not going to talk about my wife like that. Yeah. And I really, I can, I can appreciate a man who stands up for his wife and won't let anybody else talk bad about her. He can say, you know, you need to stop this and you're doing too much, but for another guy to come and try to belittle her or put her down or make it seem like she's doing way too much. I liked how he stood up for her.
0: And that's, and that's just it, even in all these movies we've talked about guys, you can grow if yeah you're going through yeah. these situations there is such a thing as growth you are human no one is perfect you mm-hmm. guys are going to experience issues if you're having these situations in your life yes just know that if you truly love someone and you accept them for who they are you can grow and it, all it takes is you changing your mind mm-hmm
1: stephen baldwin is in this one also too oh
0: that's right he is yeah I yeah forgot.
1: he's playing a much different role he keeps all his clothes on this time but...
0: <laughs> Well, I think we entertained y'all, hopefully, a
1: little. Another movie, uh, Wild Things. Oh, that was a good You one. heard of that? Okay, the 1998 Wild Things movie. Maybe we can come back to that one I day. definitely
0: want to do a segment about... Having uh, somebody else in your relationship or cheating and having the person go insane. Because I love those
1: movies. Really? Were they go insane?
0: <laughs> You're like, wow, that person really fucking went nuts. Well, well are we
1: <laughs> talking affairs like Glenn Close and yeah. also affairs? Ah. Affairs, yeah, that'd be fun. Did you watch The the Affair on Showtime?
0: No, I've never seen it. No?
1: Oh, that's a series then that we, when we get okay. ready to start talking about affairs. Okay. Oh, I got a whole slew of movies for, the, for affairs. <laughs> We're going to have a good time with that. <laughs> all right thanks for tuning in guys let us know what you think and i might shout you out on our next episode hope to see you at some of our events please bye bye thank you for listening to this week's episode of sex and horror make sure you subscribe and join our facebook group if you'd like to be a guest let us know if you have a topic to suggest a movie tv show book song to be featured let us know you can follow me at chantelrene.com. And I'm at Dicey Grinner all over social media. You can find me on my website, diceygrinnerbooks.com. See you next next week for Sex and horror. Horror.